Hello, hello. We're ready for a great week here at Red, White, and Brown, brought to you by Daisy.Live. Aaron Michael here, and we got a good lineup for you guys today. We got about two movies, two shows, and we're going to dive deep into all of these. And we're not going to give you guys a long intro. We're, we're going to get straight into it today. The, our first movie here, our first title is Welcome to Chippendales. This is um, a movie that you can see on Hulu. Um, you know, shout it's out a series. Yeah, series that you can go and see on Hulu. Shout out to Hulu for some great content over the last few. But Mira, I know you got a chance to be able to watch this. Take it away. Well, this is a story of a guy of an Indian immigrant called Soman Banerjee, who actually was the founder of Chippendales. So he used to work at a gas station and he saved $40,000 while working at the gas station. And when the gas station owner tells him, you know, you can manage more, I'll promote you. He says, no, I'm here for my dream. So let me just follow my dream. I want to set up a backgammon club because there's none. People play backgammon, but there's no club. So he sets up a club called Destiny 2 and in Los Angeles. And it just doesn't attract people. Some uh, plays this guy, his name is Paul Snyder with his gorgeous girlfriend, uh, Dorothy Stratton. And these are people that you know about because they were so in the news. Uh, and uh, Dorothy Stratton is played by Nicola Feltz Beckham and they offer the services and uh, Banerjee tells them, okay, great for, for whatever, you know, for 25% stake, bring me the traffic, let's do this together. But he soon realizes that Snyder is um, is just fluff. Um, he, uh, he Snyder is played by Dan Stevens, by the way, not Nick De Nick Denoya, but Nick Denoya is the other guy. So, um, um, so he 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 pulls back and he says five percent. Uh, bring me bring me some stuff. So they get it rolling, but once because he's so jealous that his girlfriend is accosted by other men, uh, he only goes to gay bars. So he takes Steve to the gay bar as well. And while they're at the gay bar, Steve realizes that there is a un untapped market of women who also want to have fun. So he goes back to the board and he re-imagines uh, his club to be a strip club for women. And that's how Chippendale starts. Uh, but then he has an issue because every day his dancers, his dancers are run-of-the-mill people, they're people he goes and recruits um, along with Snyder at, at gyms. They're not professional dancers, it's, it's no choreography, and he comes across this guy, Nick Denoya, who actually is, uh, he's played by uh, Murray Bartlett, by the way, and um, this guy is a two-time Emmy, Emmy winner and uh, for dance. And uh, he brings on the guy and uh, for the first few days, they do the same choreography and people start getting bored. So he has to bring that guy for a bigger stake to work with him long term so that they can vary choreography and it becomes a super duper hit. So that's how Chippendale starts. And I think only two episodes are down on Hulu for now, but we watch those two episodes, you will absolutely enjoy it. Banerjee, Steve... So when Steve Banerjee is played by Kumail Nanjiani and you know what what I found about Kumail Nanjiani is that I mean I've always seen him in funny shows right funny movies and funny shows and he has also co-produced this with his wife um, but when you see him in here you're trying to figure out whether you should laugh because he's 
funny, right? You always, he's synonymous with funny. But then he's playing this really uh, complex character of Banerjee, who's, who has this control. He's a control freak over, you know, his business because he's invested his life into it. And then this character, Nick Denoya, comes in and he just, he just kills it for him because he starts, um, he starts imagining, Nick Denoya's character starts imagining that he is the, is, is more worthy of being the owner. And he starts pushing the envelope for him in, in ways that are not pleasant because he goes on media networks and tells them I'm the real owner and Steve just gets angry about it. So this is a story based on a real life story of this founder who actually was uh, was, was um, uh, you know, uh, uh, was convicted for murder and, uh, and, and, you know, his rise and fall and what led him to do all of that. So um, what I really liked about the movie was it's written in, uh, it, it's written very vividly. So, you know, there are, the fictionalization of his life is pretty interesting. So there's not a dull moment. Of course, in the in the first two episodes, definitely, and it is uh, uh, written by um, uh, um, it's written by the same guy who wrote um, uh, um, Mike Tyson's biopic. So, I thought Robert Siegel, of course. So he's created many biographies, and this is another one. And if you haven't watched the documentary, the docu series called Curse of the Chippendale, uh, and you don't know the history of the club, and you know. The coincidences that lead to what happened with uh, Soman Banerjee. Um, you kind of um, you, you can reimagine it here, and you'll enjoy it because obviously there is over dramatization, but even with the, the over dramatization, it's fun to watch. And we're hoping to also start a new punk hotlist as this series progresses. I know there's plenty of talent that will probably come out in this series, him, which we know our staff here. And Andrea, always, always, always has their eye open for hot guys. And we're back on uh, Red, White, and Brown, brought to you by Dacey's.live here on Radio Syndicate, 1550 AM. And we were just wrapping up our little series review on Welcome to Chippendales. Now we're actually going to be talking about a movie that came to the theaters. We hope you watched it. If not, maybe this will be a reason too. We're going to be talking about Bedia, came out in the theaters. And I'm going to give you a quick little overview on what this movie is all about. And so we are talking about Vedia, which just recently came out. We have some awesome stars in this, including Varun Dewan, uh, directed by Amar Kashik. And this is the story uh, with Gerard Kalkar's character narrating the horrifying tale of Vedia to his daughter, in a way teasing on what's coming next. Uh, Bhaskar is a Delhi boy who gets a contract to develop a roadway system in Arunachal Pradesh in Northeast India. Let's Give a round of applause for my pronunciation there, which he has executed by destroying the natural forest cover of that region. So, you know, a pre-functionary threat of the Northeast bias treatment in the boy boxer lands in Zero with his cousin Denardon, um, and a hilarious poker face uh, character who meets his local friend Jobin. So with the help of Jobin and the local Pandaji, Bhaskar tries to convince the locals to let him cut the forest, but there is a wolf that is keeping dibs on the land and attacks Bhaskar before he can execute much. So with that, you know, kind of seems like, like this was a little intense, um, you know, a little bit of kind of a horror comedy as well as well. You know, I know that there were kind of some slapstick moments in this. And if you guys know M&I, that's the kind of comedy we kill for. 
you know, throwing back to Bubulia too, classic. So, you know, I'm going to let Em, who got a chance to actually see this in the theaters, hopefully with an audience, hoping that the audience members are coming Yes, and, see yes, how you got and yes, and not only audience, but, a, but an entire room full of audience, because it was the Thanksgiving weekend. And for the first time in two and a half years of us going to theaters, empty theaters, there was a line outside cinema. Wow. I had to wait and left for 10 minutes to get in. Literally. Yes, that finally happened. But they were mostly there for Wakanda. They weren't there for Pedia. But the room in Pedia was kind of filled. It's not, it wasn't full, but it was filled. So a lot of people turned up to watch the movie. Maybe this would have been the way to, to release for mom. Holiday, yeah, family together. So everybody's together watching movie. It is a horror comedy, and it was fun as hell. And I'll tell you what made this fun for me was the fact that there are, you know, these very quirky one-liners. There is a lot of connection to other Bollywood stuff. Had you been here and not home, for Thanksgiving, this is a movie I would have definitely taken you for because one thing that I absolutely love, number one, I watched it in 3D. Oh, wow. And the special effects in 3D are phenomenal. Northeast side of India borders China. And that area, those seven states are beautiful, just amazingly beautiful. They're nestled in the Himalayas, bordering China. And that part of the world is so beautiful. And in 3D, you felt as if I felt I was walking those forests. Literally felt I was walking those forests. So props for cinematography, amazing VFX, because that entire, the scenes where Varun Dhawan's character, Bhaskar, gets converted into wolf are so well done. And then he gets converted back First few times he gets converted into the wolf wearing his wearing his underwear. So. God only knows how that transformation occurred. Exactly. So so he he gets transformed and every morning. He's found in some, he finds himself waking up in some part of the forest and he has to walk back naked. So <laughs> those scenes are super funny because he's trying to come to terms with the fact that he changes and then he eats people up when, when he's changed. So, so he's kind of trying to figure out what's going to, what's happening with him. And those scenes are hilarious because his friends know, his two close friends know, and they're trying to hide it from everybody else. Because if people come to know what's happening, then number one, he's killed people now. Number two, you know, the, the project that they're making, the roadway is going to stop because people believe in 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 the forest to be you know holy for them the trees are holy the entire environment is holy so in in the middle of this entire environmental message social message uh, you know uh, there's this crazy weird story which has amazing special effects and crazy one-liners you know it's laugh out loud it's it's the kind of comedy we like it's horror as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is an exact... 3D when the wolf, wolf, when the wolves hit you in 3D. They're yeah. like here. They're absolutely this, here. This movie is exactly our style because like it has a pretty interesting plot, but it's just really, really, really funny too. And it's something that I find to be quite unique. Um, and it's just kind of like, 
it's very situational as well, right? Like I can only imagine those scenes where he wakes up, he's walking back, and he's like, "Did not mean to just kill five people." He doesn't have clothes, he's so like, in, in the yeah. f- first few times he still converts wearing his clothes. The other few times he doesn't have clothes, so yeah. <laughs> he's literally walking back um, in his birthday suit. Um, I have to also point out that the music is very experimental. There are two really amazing rap songs in this uh in this movie and i absolutely they hit you because one of them is definitely unreleased um those songs hit you i don't like the item song so much though the item song was you know the item song is when the girl dances right the the, the item girl dance item girl dances so yeah. uh so that song happens after the movie ends and what I really also liked about the fact was they connected three, which came two or three years back, because three two is coming now. They connected that horror comedy from the same makers back into the story. So there's a connection between the two stories. They connected in the end really well. So then you realize, oh, the cousin is the guy from the other movie. And love the performances. Uh, everybody did a wonderful job. As I said, the music was amazing. But VFX takes the And now this next movie, this is the official entry uh, for India's 95th, or this is India's official entry for 95th Academy Awards. We're going to be talking about The Last Film Show. This is a film that came out on Netflix. And as always, Netflix is bringing us just some absolutely great Indian Bollywood films. We've had a great lineup of those in the past, and we're certainly just going to take you on a journey with this one today. We have great cast. We have Bob and uh, Rabari. We have Babesh uh, Shramali, Rika Mina. And this film was directed by Pan Nalin, which I really hope to see a lot more films from this director here in the future. To give you a brief overview, the film takes us to the world of Sameh, who's a young boy from a child village in Gujarat, who lives with his father and mother and the younger sister. And so one day, his father takes the family to a movie called Goddess Makali. And the year is 2010 when movies were still shot using film cameras and played through a film projector. The light from the projector and the experience of watching the film gives birth um, to a general curiosity in the mind of the young protagonist. And after some very amusing events, he befriends a film projectionist named Fazal, uh, played by Babesh Ramali, and his dreams begin to take shape. So many of his curiosity about the films, you know, takes him on a quest to capture light. You know, after stealing a piece of film from the theater, he converts a, a train coach into a makeshift camera obscure to project film from a tiny hole in the window. But now he's baffled by the inverted image caused, um, you know, by the light, strives to find a solution. And it's really just, it's really just this character, Samay, like really tinkering with, um, you know, new like film ideas, uh, you know, how, how to really capture a scene and everything, how to capture, uh, right? I guess the best way to say is like, Focusing on higher quality, you know, projections, higher quality film. Uh, you know, from Samay's very name to the background of the family and history of events that, you know, led to his father opening a tea shop, everything is told at its own pace. And most of these details eventually prove vital in the story's progression. Uh, and, you know, really it's just kind of, it's just kind of seeing how film transforms from a village that may not have so much, you know, especially whenever film was being shot on, you know, projection reels. Um, everything like that. It's also a, this this film. One thing I noticed is it's it's very delicate. It's very like interpersonal. I mean, you know, the, I would say often just kind of raw. You know, a lot of the experiences you're seeing with the actors are not only beautifully shot, 
have it like very, very, very well uh, acted. You know, great performances, uh, you know, from Robin, Babesh, uh, Risha, and Deepin. You know, they're all giant highlights of the film and really just at an absolute ensemble. And, you know, they had great chemistry you know, working together. Very excited to see how this places in the 95th, you know, Academy Awards. But like, if you're thinking to yourself, like, I want to watch, you know, an indie movie, like, um, you know, movie that may feel a little bit low budget, but it just has like a lot of high impact. Netflix really did it here. Like, honestly, there's a lot of scenes you can't even really tell that a big production house such as Netflix got. And I mean that in a very, like, I mean that to compliment Netflix because they really brought you kind of a film festival type, type of a movie to a very, very large platform, a very large audience. And this was a highly, you know, critically acclaimed film. Um, and I know you got a chance to see this as well. You know, what else is there to add? No, absolutely. What I really loved about the movie was how the movie talks about the love for cinema, love for storytelling. Uh, you know, r r the scenes where, you know, they take the matchboxes and looking at the characters on the matchboxes, the children tell stories. How that cultural weaving story starts with a childhood. And, uh, and it's so amazing. It's so yeah. impressive the way the way the storytelling and their 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 love for cinema kind of takes shape and through the movie and how even when they don't have resources storytelling is so democratic right yeah yeah and you know honestly that that theme really sh uh shows true just in like the making of this film um and kind of where it's shown. i mean like, like i said if you, if you look at the making of, of this movie i mean really the whole theme is to also just tell this amazing story um that was brought to us um, on such a large platform. Very excited to see um, how it does later down the road. It's highly definitely highly recommended. And even if it doesn't make make it at the, we don't know how to fare at the Oscars, yeah. but whatever, this movie definitely deserves a watch. It's very rare we come across a film like this too, where, you know, we were, we were just reviewing a movie that was very slapstick, comedic in nature. This is a very different film. It's actually a very serious film too, just to like, you know, sit down and seriously watch you know some great cinema so we hope you really like that and we hope you we've done a slew of you know series and a couple of movies so far we're ending this with one last series we just came back from reviewing the last film show highly recommend on netflix but now we're going to be talking about uh cocky and be hard chapter and i know you got a chance to watch a few episodes of this um, Absolutely. I think I ended wrong. up watching all seven episodes ultimately, yeah. and it is a crime drama created by Neeraj Pandey. If you don't know who Neeraj Pandey is, he's done several movies, but the, but you might remember him most recently, uh, Special Ops uh, with KK Menon. So we all love Special Ops. We loved the Special Ops 1.5 as well. And now he comes to us with this really early uh, top drama. It's a thriller. It's a crime drama. And each episode is around 40 to 60 minutes, and it's based on a book, by the way. The book is called Bihar Diaries, the true story of how Bihar's most dangerous criminal was caught. And this book is by an author called Amit Loda. And so this story has, of course, it, um, it, it, it has three really amazing actors. Actually, no, not three, but all the actors are just amazing. There's Vinay Patek, there's Karan Thakur. There's uh, Ashwini Tavari, there's Abhimanyu Singh, there's Ashutosh Rana, Anup Soni, Ravi Kishan. I mean, the list just doesn't stop. So this is a story of a cop who's like, um, who's, who's kind of wet behind the ears. He's a rookie uh, and his name is Amit Loda. And this is the guy who actually wrote the book. 
and he's highly qualified guy. He's posted in a very lawless place. And he doesn't understand the place. He doesn't understand the politics of the place. He doesn't absolutely like the place either. But he's driven by duty and he's kind of comically upright while doing his duty. So with his character, he um, he plays straight and he climbs up the rank because he performs. Um, but as he's performing, there is a lowly goon whose name is Chandan Mato, played by Avinash Tiwari, who's, um, who's, who becomes this big bad guy around the same time and uh, his his existence starts getting problematic for the cops um so he's 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 overturned uh politicians he's uh, he's uh, killed people but but you know there's so much testosterone on the on the screen when this guy comes that you're like oh all right this is more testosterone than shades of gray whatever it shows but um but yeah so amit and chandan are now on a collision course and that's how the story takes off um but amit is an idealist and over the course of the season he is he's he's hailed as a really big talent However, he's also shunned by guys who know how politics in the police force works. And of course, he's also the fall guy if something goes wrong, because he always goes by the book. But um, they are trying to catch Chandran Mato, and the main fall guy remains, Amit. Now, third character walks in here, and that's Abhimanyu Singh, who's a station officer at one of the cop stations. And he joins forces with Amit, and they kind of form a rogue squad to go after this mobster to capture the mobster. So that is uh, uh, the story of these uh, seven episodes on Netflix, streaming on Netflix. Performances are solid through the story. Takar and Tavari both excellent and uh, they, they, they really fit the roles pretty well. What I really wanna uh, got confused about over the seven episodes is there's so many subplots that I died. I couldn't count. I mean, I counted 15 subplot plots I lost count of the rest. But what that does to the story, because you're getting tugged in so many directions, it's not linear. What that does to you is you're confused. That's one. Secondly, you don't feel the depth of each any of the characters because there's so much going on. There's so much noise between all these characters and the subplots that you, you really don't connect to any of the characters properly. So interesting ideas, uh, the, the systemic corruption track going on with encounter killings. And so all of these tracks are happening simultaneously. And in the end, you don't know what to focus on, but that's Neeraj Pandey's storytelling. If you like it, um, go ahead and snap it up. But for me, it just was difficult. I needed a pen and a paper to keep track of all the subplots. Wow, we reviewed. A great little list right there. Some films that just completely blew out of the park. Some series that were pretty good as well. So we highly recommend you guys giving all these a watch. You can see our own reviews on daisies.live.com just so that you can be able to see all those, you know, thoughts of yours. You can even leave some comments on our websites. Make sure to hit all of our socials, Daisy Live here on Instagram, Daisy's Live on Twitter, and let us know your thoughts. We post our reviews. We even post clips of the show on there. So we want to see all the love from our fans and stay tuned next week for another great episode we're reviewing all the hottest content in bollywood so make sure that you're sticking with us so you can receive the most exclusive uh, insights and all of those and the greatest reviews from your tube
sometimes three greatest reporters on the Bollywood film and Hindi industry. But with that, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Have a good one. Cause I'm good, yeah, I'm feeling alright.